Welcome to the Summit County HealthCast, a podcast to improve the health and wellness of residents in Summit County, Utah. Join us as we interview local experts, professionals, and more to provide you with the best health and wellness tips Summit County has to offer. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the Summit County HealthCast. I'm here today with an old uh, visitor of the show that has a new title. So let's give a warm welcome to Phil Bondurant, who is now the Deputy Director at the Health Department. How's it going today, Phil? It's going well. How about yourself? Pretty good. Can't complain. The sun's finally shining today, so that's always a plus. So getting into it, we've done a few introductions with you but not as the deputy director. So why don't you give everyone a short recap and then let them know how we got to where we are today. Sure, well, not much has changed about me. Still married, which is a good thing. Still have three kids, which is an even better thing. And uh, still working for Summit County. So things are good for us. Uh, I've been here for about five and a half years now. The majority of that time up until this month was spent working as the environmental health director, which most of our guests or our listeners know already because that's the previous podcast that we did revolve around environmental health. But now I'm doing this, uh, living the same way, doing the same thing, but just uh, different capacity, different job title, and uh, looking forward to some of the uh, challenges that are coming my way. Family still loves to get out and about. We follow our kids from soccer game and dance recital and piano recital to recital. And we like to get out and fish and camp and hunt and do those type of things as well. So on the aspect of me and the intro of me, same as it was the last couple of times, but uh, just a new job title with some new new challenges ahead of me. This was after our last episode. We didn't mention it. You also completed your PhD, correct? Uh, yes, that is correct. So I guess things are a little different. I have more dad time and more husband time at home a little bit. Uh, my nights are a lot less stressful nowadays. And so I get to spend more time with the family and supporting them. And as I said, going from soccer game to soccer game and, and being dad a little more. A little less going on in the evenings, right? Exactly. So let's talk about your professional background, but I'd like to talk to about it in reference to how you feel it prepared you for the role that you have now. So kind of like a uh, almost a reverse interview. I'm sure you answered a question similar to this already during the interview process, but just to give everyone an idea of kind of the qualifications and the unique perspective and background you bring to the deputy director position. Sure. Um, Summit County is a is a great mix of urban and rural-based health department. I spent a considerable amount of time working at the Southern Nevada Health District out of Las Vegas, which uh, for anybody that's either, that's either been there or that uh, has heard about Vegas, it's obviously unique and dynamic and a live city. And that presented challenges that um, most other health departments don't experience. But then I said it spent some time in central Utah in some of the most uh, rural counties in the state uh, as an environmental health director. And in those times of working in Vegas and in central Utah, I worked in a variety of different programs that um, touched on different disciplines and realms of public health. I learned a lot of dealing with a, an urban health department and some of the political challenges and other challenges that you deal with in a large setting. And then I learned about some of the political challenges and that you deal with in a smaller rural setting. And, and I believe that's what's helped set me up to be 
not only competitive for this position, but also now that it's been offered to me and I've accepted to be successful in this position. I've managed programs uh, in environmental health. I've managed a preparedness in uh, bioterrorism program, emergency preparedness. Um, so there's, I have a little bit of experience in other programs as, uh, outside of environmental health, but the reality of it is, is uh, management of a program despite the topic is pretty much the same. And I'd like to think that the efforts of the staff in environmental health and the things that they've done in the field have shown, have proven to be successful. And as a result, I would like to think I had something to do with that. Obviously, the result, the majority of that resides on the backs of the staff and the boots on the ground. But I'm really excited for the opportunity to apply some of those academic things that I've learned for, through schooling and, and my education and bring them to the table and then learn from the experts, resident experts that we already have here at the health department and rely heavily on what they know, what they have going on, and then where it's appropriate and where it's necessary, provide some input to help them uh, find success in what they're doing. So one of the things that came up when this position was opened after Brent Overt, who was a health department employee for 27 years and was the deputy director for a number of years towards the end of his career, um, and we, we wish him well in retirement again. But now that the position was opened up, it was kind of an opportunity for the health department to maybe redefine the deputy director position. So why don't you talk a little bit about how this position is different from what it was before and uh, some of the roles and responsibilities that you have now that are tailored to where we are at the health department now and where we're headed in the future. Yeah, you're exactly right. The deputy director job description was rewritten prior to the hiring process. And in that uh, rewrite of the job description, there was a significant amount of responsibility and expectation placed on the position to act in an administrative role that parallels that of the health officer. Now, that's not to take anything away from our health officer, Rich. Um, he does a fantastic job at, at keeping us going, not only just keeping us afloat, but keeping us going at a very high level. But the idea behind this position is to support him in a, at a high administrative capacity, but also help dictate and direct the future of the health department. And so we've set a game plan moving forward of how this is going to shake out. And it's still not ultimately defined, but uh, we're assessing and stepping back to say, okay, we know what we want the deputy director to do, but what does that actually look like? On paper, it's easy to write and, and say what it is you want a deputy director to do. But um, in reality, you can't account for everything on paper. So we're making sure that the decisions that are made are responsible decisions that they're going to positively impact the health department and it's going to have a benefit on the health of the of the residents of Summit County. But in a very uh, premature description of, of what I expect this position is going to have or what this position will be expected to do is uh, the deputy director is going to really handle a vast majority of the day-to-day -day operations of the health department, dealing with the programs that are assigned, but also just understanding the day-to-day -day functions of the health department and freeing up some of that time for our health officers so that um, he can work on some of the projects that he has outlined, uh, but also allow myself to gain some valuable experience in navigating that political and social um, arena and helping me to understand how that works. You know, we're very fortunate here in Summit County to have a fantastic Board of Health 
and a fantastic county council that support the health department. And that's not by chance. That's by um, the, the work of Rich. It's by the work of the health department, or excuse me, the Board of Health and by the council. And, and that relationship is something that's been fostered and that's been built. And that's definitely somewhere that I can learn and grow and uh, learn from from Rich and how to, to navigate that and make that relationship continue to grow and be effective for the people of Summit County. And this is a great example of, I'd like to think of us planning for the future and being adaptive to the changes we see in the community with public health. I'm listening to an audio book right now that kind of talks about business structure and management. And the example they gave is if you showed someone a car from the 1940s compared to a car now and you ask them which one was made when, people would be able to tell that apart really easily. But then if you show them an org chart from then and now, they basically look identical. So I think this is an example of us thinking about, as we do with all of our positions, about with the personnel we have, how can we best serve the community, but also how can we be the most effective internally as well with what we're doing. Public health in the state of Utah nationally, I mean internationally, it's changing drastically. We we see public health shifting from more of the traditional public health roles into uh, fields such as mental health and um uh, you know, these these things that we don't, behavioral health, we don't typically associate with or traditionally weren't associated with public health. Yet, given the successes of public health, they are finding their way uh, into our normal everyday workload. With that change comes the need for the ability to change on the staff level as well. So being dynamic, being amenable to change, the ability to really have the energy and the capacity to meet whatever challenge comes next. And so, with this position, one of the the main focus points that I have moving forward is is learning to build a department that's resilient and moving. We have a number of challenges that are coming our way, some old in the way of immunization, some new in the way of funding, potentially the Olympics coming here. But that's really where I hope to focus our efforts is building a department that's really resilient and bring some energy and vitality and a little bit of enthusiasm to helping staff find ways that they can be resilient, and then, of course, uh, building a resilient community as well. Going off of that, you've had a lot of experience on the environmental and vector-borne disease. I guess that isn't environmental, but that those types of challenges and responsibilities, what's something new that you're looking to take on or just learn more about here at the health department now that you've kind of taken a step back from environmental health? I'm excited to work with the professionals that we have here in the health department and get and become familiar with the exact work that they're doing. We have some great things going on here, some of which are very public and that people understand, and then others that are going on behind the scenes that uh, the public generally doesn't see that they just benefit from the actions. And so I'm really excited to take some of that academic background that I have and dive into these programs and see where it is that I can contribute. Um, You know, we learn about stuff in books, and that's great. You learn about stuff in the classroom, and that's great too. But being able to take what you've learned in that classroom and then apply it in a real-life situation and not only see it work but hopefully benefit someone else is very rewarding. And so I'm really looking forward to stepping away from environmental health and letting the staff continue to succeed there, but be a part of the successes of others as well and and see where it is that they 
are doing well in areas where I can help out a little bit. And I think that that's going to be beneficial for everybody involved. Going off of that, we've kind of talked about your vision for what you'd like to accomplish in the next few years and the responsibilities that you are looking forward to undertaking. Let's dive deeper into the unique challenges that you see us facing. You mentioned the Olympics. We also briefly touched on staff turnover. And by that, we mean just the number of employees countywide, not just here at the health department, that are getting close to retirement age and how you maintain not only services and how you make up for that experience, but also culture. So all of those things together, what are the big ticket items that you think challenges and opportunities we have coming up here at the health department? There's a number of challenges. We're always challenged, but that's why public health is public health. If uh, the individuals that work here enjoy challenges, they enjoy being tested and being asked to complete a task when no one else could do it. And so that's why we find a lot of things end up in public health that maybe don't necessarily belong there. It's really Um, easy to say, oh, that's a public health concern or a public health hazard. Right. And we find that people typically just anything that might be associated with public health ends up in our realm, but which is fine because nine times out of 10, we're able to help them and get them on their way. But, you know, the unique challenges that we face, you, you mentioned the Olympics, the turnover, those are things that we know are coming. And Summit County has been extremely proactive in dealing with turnover. There's a great effort being made to improve employer retention and to bring on new employees. And so that's, that's going to be a challenge moving forward. Um, the next is going to be that continued struggle or discussion about funding. Public health dollars especially are very finite. They're not infinite. They are limited, yet we have the programs that continue to grow and the demand for services that continue to grow. So creating the community health assessment that that we've been working on here uh, for the last six or seven months, creating that document in a very transparent and informational way is going to help confront some of these challenges. It's going to help us delegate. It's going to help us determine where funds should be allocated. And it's going to help us determine really where can we have the greatest impact. And so as we look at those challenges and those opportunities, um, the community health assessment is really one of the premier documents that's going to help us look to the future in the next five to seven years and direct how public health is going to be handled. Along with that, we look at the staffing that we currently have. And while we wish we could run every single program, um, just like the resources and, and or the funding, Staff resources are finite as well. There's only so many hours during the day that you can work, and um, staff can only be expected to put in so much time. So, again, finding that balance between the funding, between the resources, between the challenges that exist, and between what it is the community feels that we can help best with, um, finding that balance is going to be tough. But I believe we're up for the challenge, and it's something that I'm looking forward to being a part of uh, in the next you know, three to five years and helping direct and dictate where the health department is uh, come that time. So a lot of challenges coming up, but a lot of things that we at least hope we're preparing or have solutions for already. And we'll talk more about the community health assessment when we can finish analyzing everything. But one thing that just ties in with this conversation is the is what you mentioned, you know, what programs we focus on. And I think we were reaffirmed from the by the assessment with a lot of the things we're doing, but we were also surprised by some of the answers we found or were given to in regards to programming and just what people are worried and concerned about. 
Right. Yeah. You know, public health by nature um, is somewhat reactive. The problem is identified. We find a way to get resources to address the problem, and then we uh, take action. Summit County is unique in the sense that we're we're not only working in the present, we're forecasting for the future. And we want to be ahead of the things that are coming down um, the road or that are on the horizon for us. And so we're, we're trying to shift our mentality from, oh, there's a problem, identify it, and then move forward. We're trying to forecast as to what that might be. And that's where that vision to become resilient comes from is we know that challenges are coming. We know that changes are coming on a variety of levels and on a variety of fronts. And as such, we want to be prepared. We want to forecast what potentially, well, you can never know exactly what it is going to be, but what potential challenges are we going to be presented with? And knowing that and preparing for that really breeds a sense of resiliency. And that's where we want to get. That's where we want to be. And um, moving forward, it's, it's just going to be really exciting uh, and getting our story out there, being proactive with not only our activities, but also proactively engaging the community to let them know that we're here, that we're doing great things, and that we are a resource in the community. That was a pretty good spot to end on, but just in case you had anything else you wanted to mention, just in conclusion, is there anything you want to tell everybody that we haven't covered? I'm very grateful to be in this position, and I look forward to the challenges and the opportunities to really be a part of something great over the next three to five years. All right. Thanks, Bill. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Summit County HealthCast. For news, program information, and more, visit us at summitcountyhealth.org. Stay healthy, Summit County. 